Hello, everybody. Kevin Babb here with Brovercast. I'm joined by my two colleagues, Mr. Drew Werther and Wyatt Egan. Fresh off the fucking golf course. (laughs) Have you ever, have you guys ever golfed? No, have you? I mean, it's, (laughs) dude, it's okay. So the great thing about golf is like, I'm not that good. Okay. So I've been playing three years now and I've gotten, I've definitely gotten better. And golf's just like anything else where if you just sink some time into it, Mm And practice a little bit, like you're going to get better. Let me ask you this, Drew. Um, why haven't you went to Central West End to ride scooters with us? Because I have <laughs> absolutely no desire to do that, and that's why I don't fucking play golf. Well, I get, yeah, I understand that, but I haven't had a like a convincing. I ha- How do I know you're going to say that? I haven't had a convincing <laughs> argument to be like, hey, these are the good things about doing it. We're not we'll just ride, like we'll, we'll ride the slow ones, man. Oh. We'll keep you safe. I have no issue. Have with you ever drifted speed? on a on a green lime scooter in Central West End? <laughs> no, it's exhilarating. All of you that, haven't lived, man. And we of, get pizza afterwards. All of too. that sounds well. The pizza sounds good, but riding scooters, I don't know. Maybe if I'm really drunk. But here's no, I, the thing. I, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. But you, I promise you, I don't want to golf. Here's the thing: is like <laughs> with golf, it's it's great because like you just escape the world for like five hours and yeah. you go into this little world. I, I will say that everybody I know who golfs has like nothing bad to say about it. Like no. it's apparently like really fun. So it's one of the most infuriating activities that you will do. Okay. Because there's nobody to blame. You have no one to blame except yourself. Like it's not, mm. a, unless you're doing like a tournament or a scramble, like you're mm-hmm. on your own, you get one swing and it's like, if you fuck it up, like you're, so you go a hundred to zero real fast. <laughs> just immediately. And everybody the, does the, it the no matter low, what. The lower it is, is the better, right? Yeah. So you want to get there in less handicap. amount. Well, Han- the handicap something different, but okay. you want to get there. Yeah. Obviously like the, in the least amount of swings, mm-hmm. but it's, we're not playing with professionals and there's some people that are better in groups or some people are, but it's just everybody, no matter what, like I was mentioning that full swing documentary on Netflix. Have you seen that? I, I saw it uh, available. I, I saw so it there. It's the same guy. It's the same group that does the F one, the F one documentary. Have you ever seen oh, that? The Formula, yeah, the Formula One, yeah. yeah. So and, it's the, same. and the 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 uh, don't kill cats or whatever. But they follow these these pro golfers, and it's so great because it humanizes them because they oh, make nice. a bad swing. And they're like fuck. <laughs> it's like you stupid fucking idiot. Stop hitting it like a pussy. Because golf's like a. I would consider it a polite sport. So it's it's quote a gentle it's well it's quote a gentleman. I mean it's not a violent sport. Well, it's like, a it's supposed to be a quote gentleman sport. But every mm. person who plays it does the exact it's same not a thing. Because you get out there They're and you're like and you're supposed no to be way. like quiet and have your shirt tucked in and have a polo and you get out there and they're just like all you hear is just fuck just and from you, every you, hole. When someone when someone is teeing off, you're you're supposed to stop your golf cart and let them take the swing before you go. Which Remember? we did not do. Yep. Mm-hmm. This lady was, was that really the same, mad. Was that the yeah. same time? It was. It had to be in that same weekend. Well, that's why, okay. like that jackass skit, one of the original ones where they're hiding in the tree. And he's mm. like, and then like before, I was like, this is pretty funny. And then now I watch it, I'm like, I would be so fucking pissed <laughs> if I was. I paid all this money to play at this country club, and there's people. Well, sure, but I bet that's interference. You can just retake the shot. Yeah, you can, but it's at the same time. It's like, and it's like God damn it. Because you're like prep for the swing and all this stuff. But that's, yeah, there's like these little rules where I'm learning them now where you stop here, you wait, you got to be quiet, putting, like you don't step yeah. on people's lines. It's just, it's one of those things. Where what, you, what does that mean? You don't step on people's lines. So if you're like, I have a putt that's lined up with the hole. Okay. I don't walk in front of your ball and step on where your ball will travel. 
Got it. So I go. You so if you watch golf, these guys go around. It makes indentions. Yeah, because yeah. your your cleats. Well, it used to be worse with like the metal spikes. I guess yeah, the yeah. shoes. So now it's not really that bad. But okay. but it would make indentions and throw the putt off. Gotcha. So you'll see them walk around and everything. And that's one big thing. This is it. I'm just going on a golf rampage now. But watching, I used to hate watching golf. Mm-hmm. It used to be the single most boring thing to watch on TV. Yeah. And now that I've played golf for a yeah. few years, watching it, I'm like, these guys are incredible. Like, oh, for sure. Like the pressure like, I'm not, they're I'm under. Not to just that that's like, not like a skill. Well, but just the, just watching it. Like, it's not boring anymore yeah. to watch it. Sure. I, I, t- I tell you what, my mom used to date this fucking dude. He was like a construction worker in Arkansas. And like one time we went to visit him and like him and his buddy went to rent like a, a golf game to play on PlayStation. And dude, it was like a fucking eight hour thing. And by like hour six, I'm like, you guys know that that's my fucking PlayStation. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Play so a that's PGA a tour. That's a little different. <laughs> that's a little different, but I, hey, but same dynamics. I think we should, uh, I think we should do a Brover outing and go play golf. Go play 18 okay. holes of golf. I would do it guys. with you. I would do it with you guys. Yeah. yeah. And I would try to like, not be, under the influence, like I would try to take it serious. At well, no, least that's for like two or three holes. No, but that's the point. Is I like, know, but if, I, if I'm like high, I'm just gonna want to chill in that fucking cart, bro, dude. And it's you get music Where's going. That? I want to sit in the back. I want you guys to drive me around. You get music going, and you just drive around. And like, what is it about me and sitting in the back of vehicles? Like, I like I, I want to pay somebody to drive my truck around while I sit in the back. Oh, great. Yeah, you want a driver. That's just, yeah. Hence the golf thing. You know, I did drive for three years. Did you? For who? <laughs> are you well, allowed I mean, to, are you yeah, allowed you're to no say it now that you don't work them, so. And now that Mr. Jeff doesn't work for, uh, for wait, does he? Jeff's ball. He doesn't own it anymore? Or what, I think he, he? he like stepped, well, he I probably owns it, but he stepped down as like the CEO or whatever. Is it true that he had this fucking mega got built and they had to like disassemble part of a bridge for him to go through it? I, that probably, yes. probably. That sounds, okay. yeah. Well, well, I didn't true. mean to cut off. Because with any amount, just, with any amount of money, you can just, that's just what you do. I'll, I'll go golfing with you guys. Is there uh, such thing as bar carts that people that drive yeah. around? And, so that's, so not at all. Uh, golf places, but like at the, if you go up at like one tier, mm. and they have cart girls that drive around okay. and just sell alcohol. Gabby Carter. But one of one <laughs> of the girl. one of the oldest pastimes of playing golf is sneaking alcohol onto the golf course. Is it airplane okay. shooters and stuff like that? Is that what they're sneaking on? Uh, that yeah, that uh, full bottles of it. Um, Damn. beers like in the golf bags, wow. coolers like because you're not wow. supposed to bring outside drinks, but like you just kind of fucking do like everybody does it oh and you just, wow you just, just sneak alcohol in. well if we go i want to get i want to get like a polo i want to get some pants because yeah because you need if we go i'm hitting up scott and be like dude give me what you got give me the shit that you you you're too small for dude so Ooh. this course uh this course and then give me the stuff that's really small so why it can the really good stuff <laughs> this course that i play at in uh at lake of the ozarks no denim yeah, yeah. You have to have a well, that's a shirt. country club rule. Is well, no that's denim. You, well, well, usually kind like of, nine yeah, out of ten. But these are clubs. like you'll get kicked out. Like yeah. no denim. You have to have a collared shirt. Wow. It doesn't necessarily yeah. have to be tucked in, but mm-hmm. like this is the kind of place that like Patrick Mahomes plays at. Travis Kelsey, like yeah, these, like, like, like this big, is their yeah. Time. Can I tell you a secret? 
Well, it's not really a secret. I might have told you guys this in the past. Like, tell me if, if you guys have heard the story, but I played, it was my very first country club gig ever in 2009. And I played for this very well-known high-end country club in St. Louis. And I showed up in jeans and like a regular t-shirt because I didn't know any mm-hmm. of these rules. And so like, hey, if you want to play tonight, like you can't wear that. And I'm like, well, I don't have anything. It's like, we'll walk it down to our pro shop. So they <laughs> they give me... They give me some really short khakis that go about halfway up my thighs. Uh-huh. And then because I had my, my logo on the back of my arm, they had to give me a long enough T-shirt to fucking cover up that tattoo. So they gave me a 3XL fucking shirt that it, it went so far down that it looked like I didn't wear sh- – I wasn't wearing shorts. It looked like I was – You're poo-bearing poo bearing it. Yeah. And then uh, – They didn't want your tattoo to be out? Yeah, no tattoos, no denim. Dude, it's wow. – It was 2009, like, though. That was yeah, 14 years. But it – Yeah, not a lot has changed. But golf <laughs> – Golf for me is, and I think for everybody through the ages, has just been another activity that you can do while you're drinking. Sure. But it's just this thing, but it, but it's different because you like, you, you just like cut out an entire section of your day to do it. It's yeah. not something where it's like, hey, let's go down and let's do this. It's like, no, next weekend, this day, your entire day is going to be devoted to this. Mm. And it's like, yeah, it is fucking fantastic because you get so frustrated, and I know if we go, you guys will experience this. We're like, you're mad, you're hitting bad shots, but then you hit, you like connect and hit that one good one, and everybody looks through and they're like, there was a good like, shot, good shot, and you're like, feels we're, good. We're gonna need like a practice day at like Top yeah. Golf before yeah, we we'll, ever do. This. Well, we'll go to a range and we'll hit, yeah. we'll hit some balls because like okay. Top Golf is not the place to practice. That sure. place is fun yeah, and it's expensive. Yeah, um, it's expensive as fuck. Like my my thing is, I've only ever tried to like drive a ball. As hard and as far as I can. Yeah, that's typical. That's typically everybody's golf experience. Yeah, so uh, like stepping back and like learning a little bit of the mechanics at like a driving range and learning the different types of uh, you know the wedges and what they're used for and the mm-hmm. wood, the irons, <laughs> the urns. Yeah, urn. The big iron on his. But it's. I recommend it. I mean, it's great. It's something that because what's so good about it is you can do it at all ages. Like you can go like old people are out there. Just they get mm-hmm. up and they just whack away at the golf ball and like. It's something that until you physically can't move, you can still do it. And that's why it's one of those like great things, which, which leads me, which, which leads me into the main point of what what I wanted to discuss with you guys. So I think I started to go down the conspiracy theory band, like the, the conspiracy theory hole here with this. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So I, I found out recently that I'm pretty sure CrossFit is super racist. From the owner, right? Is what you said. Now, because after you sent this to us, I kind of looked into it a little bit. Is Cross... Is, I like you, Crosby. <laughs> <laughs> is CrossFit racist or was the president at the time racist? So I think the answer to that is a little bit of yes. For, for both. Maybe. Well, because I, I get that, too. If you, if, <laughs> if you look at... Sorry, we're... Um, so, here's the thing. If you is, look... If you if you look... So... <laughs> no, you, you, go. You, you no go. you go. No, you go. If you look at the general um, consensus, the general um, cr- cross-fitting group of people who go, it's a lot of Demo- tough mutters. Demographics. The demographics. The demographics. It's, it's a lot of... Uh, it's a lot know, of tough mutters. Military, first responders... Mm-hmm. Um, their spouses and other white people statistically not that diverse. I not that diverse. I, so I prior to Friday when I did this, when I 
had this epiphany mm-hmm. and this information was laid out on me. I'd always kind of thought, I'm like, man, I don't see a lot of black people doing CrossFit. Did CrossFit oh. come from Utah? Is that like a Mormon thing? Or? I, I don't know. I, I don't know that I should have looked, I should have been more prepared for this, but so I, I've always kind of been like, man, black, <clears throat> there's not a lot of black people to do CrossFit. And then, you know, you do the normal thing is when you get into something, that's mm-hmm. where you're like all your TikToks, all your Instagram reels, Facebook ads, all this shit that like, because you're starting to buy equipment or you're buying things for it. And yeah. you're like, you're just yeah. inundated with everything of that. And so 15% all, off for whites. Yeah. And yeah, <laughs> sign, <laughs> unless, you hit, unless you hit from the blues, it was a golf joke. But, I'm going to edit that out. Why? <laughs> but I, I've never, I've never seen a lot of like, like minorities doing this stuff. Sure. And I'm like, huh, that's kind of weird. And I thought about it. And then Friday, uh, they, I was shown this, this these tweets. I mean, I should, mm-hmm. I sent you guys the screenshot and it still yeah. doesn't make any sense. Like essentially it was the CEO of the CrossFit brand. Organization. Yep. Yeah. The brand, uh, responded to some health department and in like a race a racist like conspiracy theory yeah tweet of this like floyd 19 oh. and talking about lockdowns and all this and like yeah. so he went off and then reebok immediately dropped him. pulled out like pulled out as like crossfit's biggest oh really so um, here's here's what i took from from that one i don't know and I could be wrong, you know, maybe, maybe it's been proven that this is, he was, it was just legitimately racist motivated. But from my standpoint, when I read that, it looked like he was fucking tired and didn't believe it. Probably a QAnon guy mm-hmm. and was using the George Floyd thing as, as an example, because he was probably pissed off that not only on top of him in a pandemic, having to fucking wear a mask and be away from people, but now it's going to turn into a racial thing. Yeah. So he said, it's Floyd 19, all caps. All right. And then he said this. So try to keep up. Okay. You're, and this was in response to the Institute of Health Metrics and Evaluation. They said, ra- they said racism and discrimination are critical public health issues that demand an urgent response. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. And then like a paw print or something. Okay. Read our director's statement, blah, blah, blah. And it says racism is a public health issue. Oh, okay. that's what pissed him off. Yeah. So he said, it's Floyd 19. Because I guess George Floyd had just been killed. He said, you're failed, modeled, quarantined us, and now you're going to model a solution to racism? Question mark. George Floyd's brutal murder sparked riots nationally. Okay. Quarantine alone is a, quote, accompanied in every age and under all political regimes by an undercurrent of suspicion, distrust, and riots. End quote. Thanks. Exclamation point. (laughs) Yeah, like, but it's just like. That that doesn't sound like he's, he's attacking like uh, black people it sounds like he's pissed off because things are being used out of context right, is right. what i'm gaining it just it, it, yeah or that's how he felt yeah yeah which is great and he's allowed to think that sure because he's an he's an american he can think whatever he wants yeah but like don't fucking get on twitter right and throw and, the, like and yeah, then you, you and like then attack the days racism. later he he put out like or the next day or something he was forced to put out one of those apologies yeah Why and then he stepped down then? then he stepped down as the ceo i'm not siding with him i'm just trying to like dissect i'm, try- well, I'm trying to understand why like what like, yeah like what was going through and, his mind when he said that so he did that and and then he pulled out so apparently after that there was a like a division mm-hmm. in the crossfit brand and gyms sure some rebranded i think the gym i'm at like rebranded 
and put out a statement. Oh, okay. like we're half crop. We're half crop. Like Maga now. Yeah, we're like yeah, we're half. Gr- we're half mom. <laughs> mom. 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 We're and put out like and they kind of like st- pushed away from the CrossFit mm-hmm. brand and then like others like stuck with it. Yeah, and and then I started like you're gonna love this because I should put out a TikTok video because you'll be all on board with it, but. Uh, a few like of their major sponsors that stuck around. Mm-hmm. No, you just wait. You're gonna like it. Okay. Uh, so like the company Rogue, <clears throat> Rogue is one of their is one of CrossFit's like main for the CrossFit Games, all this stuff. They're one of their yeah. main sponsors. And so after I read this, things started to like click a little bit. That every like cross like Rogue T-shirt you buy has like an like one of those American flags printed on it. That's mm-hmm. a little like backwards, like you'd see on a military uniform. Mm-hmm. A lot of their stuff's like red, white, and blue. Mm-hmm. And, stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, yeah, huh? I was like, were, did they jump on? Did they realize that they could capitalize on the people that stuck around or agreed with this? Oh, guaranteed, dude. And they saw it as like a marketing where it's like, oh yeah, MAGA, like Garen, MAGA or whatever. Just think teed. how big that is, though. And then I was like, then I started to think, I'm like, it's. Do you look okay? So if you somebody, if you see somebody walking around in a T-shirt with an American flag on it. Mm-hmm. Do you assume that person's a racist? I immediately think that they're <laughs> they're, they're a, Republican. A, a racist Republican. Well, not really racist, but I'm Honestly, close to it. I don't know. I I don't uh, I don't assume, but I don't like non-assume. What's the opposite of like non-assume? Just not care. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, I, I you never just you fucking never know, bro. Because like it always stems from like well, it's either usually when I run into people who are wearing an American flag, it's it's either like a devote Christian who's like stoked to have hot dogs on the 4th of July mm. or it's like a QAnoner and a, a, like a, a Q. Am I saying that right? A QAnon? Q, yeah. Um, QAnon. Um, you know, and I get it. There's, there's a lot of stuff in between what, what really is sparking me. What's really, it's not that it's frustrating me. I mean, it's frustrating, but anytime there's a fucking dollar involved in anything like that's, Absolutely. Like there's no fucking ethics when it comes to business. Oh yeah. There are business ethics, but when it comes to something on that large of a scale, how are we going to capture the people who are still paying for their CrossFit member, you know, membership? Well, to your point, like, and it's not like they're supporting racism. I mean, I'm sure some people in the rogue organization are like, well, you know, I'm I'm not like George. Like, yeah, we can't put three K's on this shirt, but yeah, but it was like, uh, like with Reebok, for instance, <laughs> them backing out. Mm-hmm. They, I don't think they. That's back, a great move for well, Reebok. I don't think they backed out because they were like, we as a company don't support. They were like, yeah. there's going to be a serious loss of revenue yeah. here because there's people are going to pull away from it and well, associate us. We're sure. pulling out. It's but a, it's a little bit of that. We can say that we pulled out because of this. Not only are we not going to lose money mm-hmm. with the revenue loss because of what's about to happen. Yeah, but we're going to look good. We're going to have good PR. Well, yeah, but it, I guess like an, another thing too, like sometimes I, a, a lot of times a fucking organization, like a big business like that won't even fuck with, like, I, I think there's a lot that goes into it, much like the entertainment industry, like the American Idol people, like they have who they want to win, like what they look like, what they're wearing before mm. those tryouts even begin. And I think um, a company like Reebok, a company like Nike, all these fashion brands that are like very involved in sports, um, you know, type of things. Um, it, it's it's like they're making their choice based on we're not going to sponsor Michael Jordan 
if we know that he's got problems with having a loud fucking mouth. It took a while for Adidas to pull mm-hmm. away from Kanye because they and saw I'm sure they that saw was very the motivated. They yeah. saw the dollar and they stayed. Yeah. They stuck with him until he yeah. was like wearing a hood on Alex Jones's show and was like, <laughs> I, I agree with Hitler. And they're yeah. like, okay, you yeah, know what? Okay, that's, that's it. That's a great example on the flip side of the coin. You know, shame on you, Adidas. You should have had more fucking integrity as a company instead of sticking with that motherfucker mm-hmm. because of a dollar. So that was my thought yeah. with Reebok was like, they pull out because they, they were like, well, do we agree with this? And it's like, well, it doesn't matter if we agree with it. We're going to lose, yeah. like, we're going to lose money. Mm-hmm. We're going to lose a revenue share and people are going to associate <clears> us <throat> with this thing and yeah. i my my statement was kind of very broad with like is crossfit racist mm-hmm. i don't think crossfit is racist i don't think crossfit people are racist yeah but this is the thing is like they're not like i don't think he's an actual racist what's his name greg greg glassman or whatever he might be but like mm-hmm. it, what's more important to people and the people with the money is not if they're racist yeah. but if they're viewed as being racist Sure. And that's that's where I got caught into is like they may not actually be racist, but they're viewed as racist. So when I said okay. that that line of is CrossFit racist, I don't think it's actually racist. I think it's like is CrossFit. Could it be viewed got as it. something that like racist people do or people who like want to work <laughs> yeah, out with okay. other white people do? Because, yep. <clears throat> you know, this that bold like clip grab or not. Oh, clip totally. grab, but I that bold it. like uh, what's that clickbait? Mm-hmm. You know, title of mm-hmm. like is CrossFit racist? Like that would be a great title for the episode. Yeah, <laughs> is CrossFit racist? <laughs> well, let's, yeah. And, well, you know, it's crazy that we're talking about this because I kind of been struggling a little bit with. Uh, um, I mean, there's many factors to the story, so I'll let you finish this one first. No, I, no, I mean, I'm the, the, it's ever flowing, but I, that was my that was my thing. It's like pulling out, and then I noticed like mm-hmm. the Rogue brand, and I start to look at all these like. Companies that still sponsor like CrossFit games that yeah. hung with them, Noble, Rogue, like the big ones, like all their stuff's like real patriotic. Right. They and are I'm like, cashing in on something. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so <laughs> they see the people that like still do it. I think there is some sort, some form of loyalty with citizens in their countries, though. And I don't think it's, yeah. I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't think nationalism is a bad thing. Yeah. I think you should be like, because the big wave of like Christian nationalism, that's like the big spook word right now of like Christian nationalists. Well, and it happens in other countries too, but be proud. Like, I don't think it's wrong to be proud of where you are, your country and like where you grew up. But that is looked at now as like being like I was saying with, if you see somebody wearing an American flag, Mm -hmm. you look at them differently. Like you said earlier, why like, it's yeah, it's kind of hard not to sometimes just because it's almost okay. pl- plugged into your head almost because it's been it's yeah. been done, like because of yeah. uh, because of the Trump years Probably and like because of things and like and all sure. that came from it. Like, I don't yeah. think it's a bad thing for you to be proud to be an American. Proud boys. It is a good thing because there is a lot to be proud <clears throat> of in some ways, but. Like you said, like I'm, I'm not gonna go walk around with an American flag T-shirt, probably. Yeah, but I wear, I wear those rogue shirts yeah. to work out, or I go somewhere and like I have that. That you patch were wearing on rogue it. stuff before anybody was. You were wearing yeah. a fucking. What, what is is? Didn't it Rob Deerdick start like? No, that's rogue status. Rogue status. Okay, yeah. that's what I'm thinking. So rogue, rogue is is different than that. Yeah, but 
But then I, but that's when it started to click. Was I was mm-hmm. like, I've got a rogue where it says rogue, and it's got like it's red, white, you've, and blue. You've and I've got, got a like tribal this. tattoo of five, five, six, seven, six, two, <laughs> seven, six, two. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's, a ban- it's a bandolier. It's a bandolier of seven, six, two rounds around my left bicep. Your rogue's prime fucking market. I am. Bro. I should be there if I could get more attractive. I'd be their their spokesman. But so so the money the money question: Are you racist? No. Yeah. Where we land on this? I I am not. Not you. It's a podcast. We're not racist. <laughs> no, we're what not. The fuck? But but you look at <laughs> but you look at trends and you see that because I I remember just being in it and I was like I don't see a lot of black people here. Yeah. And then I started. I'm like, wait, do black people not do CrossFit? Am I in Salt Lake City? Where am I? Do black people? Not, I mean, yeah, maybe. Is this a Mormon thing? Is it like a no, soaking session? Have you heard oh, why, of that? Why, yeah, we talked about it two episodes ago. Oh, yeah. Why, why with the save over here? Um, what? Uh, it, God, it's crazy that we're talking about this because Sorry, the, 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 the two things, the two things that are sticking out to me right now is one, the dollar sign, yep, money, mm-hmm. money, and in commerce, yep. And the second thing is like is 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 racism. Mm-hmm. You know why I hate country music so fucking much? modern day country music it's all about money it's not even country music um another thing is country music was the white dude's fucking response to blues music that came from african-americans and had fucking soul white people tried to do their own genre of that and fucking did anything but there was no soul in country music it's <laughs> well, all fucking what? twangy i'm not talking about like the new rascal flat stuff that makes no. us feel like warm in 1996 <laughs> when were you born 95 but what white people did was just they realized like oh we we do, we do this honky tonk dude are talking but, about old school but country? no we're or, talking about country or any mm. especially old school though we can just steal all of these songs from African-American artists from the Mm -hmm. thirties and forties and just make all, all all early Elvis was, was stolen music from like black artists. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not like it. Here's the thing. There are actually, I I, like there's, there's no defending that I fucking hate it. I fucking hate it. Like we're talking about members of the white race and, and their record labels who were fucking capitalizing on Mm -hmm. the vibe that African-Americans gave us. Yeah. And, um, and I, I think that's just, that, that's why I fucking hate it so much. It's like money and whitewashing. It's like, fuck you guys get this genre away from me. I don't want anything to do with it, especially the early shit. And that's that, that goes to this, like where you get one bad yeah. apple who like, he could have these thoughts. Like what is it? Greg Glassman can be a racist and the CEO of the CrossFit brand. He can just be a fucking racist and just say it to his like close friends or his wife as he drifts off to sleep and be like mm, <laughs> Floyd 19 babe and roll over and like Spooner whatever it means he could say I don't like yeah but to Spooner, get, I hardly know her but to get on Twitter at at four o'clock in the morning and tweet back at these at the the thing for Floyd night it's like dude you think there was like a board of directors that were just like <laughs> slamming, just their, heads. slamming well, their heads and and think about that how many of those people were slamming their heads uh as how for, from the integrity standpoint versus how many of those people were slamming their heads from fucking not receiving bonuses from well it was bo- it was that. it was gonna be both it's both it because they look both. at it they're like look we like all those boards the board of directors were probably like like we we're not racist <laughs> we are not racist, but you are gonna co- both cost us money 
and you're going to make the CrossFit name look racist. I would love wow. to have been in that meeting. An emergency, right an emergency meeting at like 4:20 a.m. <laughs> We're like, we gotta call, we gotta call everybody. <laughs> like everybody's getting up. It's it, well, it's 2020, like so they're all on Zoom. What, what, what's his name? Greg. Greg Glassman. Denied. Denied. Mute audio. Mute audio. Mute audio. <laughs> Not allowed in the meeting because it's all over Zoom because it's fucking June Decline. 2020. Decline. But oh my god, because yeah, because it goes dollar like like Colin Kaepernick. So when Colin Kaepernick yeah. knelt. For the the national anthem, for mm-hmm. like when he did that initially, and he made that statement, mm-hmm. there was this like slice right down the middle of NFL fans. Oh yeah, because there there I know there I know people huge organization. I know people who looked at me and were like, "I'm never watching the NFL ever again." Awesome. Because and, they're another huge organization yeah, uh, be, who fucking capitalize on other people's shit, especially well, of a different race. Yeah, yeah. But they're, they didn't, not because of that. They're looking, they're like, I'm not watching the NFL ever again because Callan Kaepernick knelt for the, yeah. for the national anthem. Oh, Got it. Okay. So and they that's watching unacceptable. That. Got it. Like, that is unacceptable. And it's like, okay, well, what? You, know, you always need to stand. And it's like, okay, well, what? He was making a, he was using his position to, draw attention and make a point. And he was doing exactly what is riling you up. This is the reason why he did it. Yeah. And they're like, no, you always do it. And it's like, uh, okay, but we're give, talking give about me this. My like, robe jacket. Yeah. This is ridiculous. More American flags. <laughs> and, and I just, I was, I was, I'm just like, this is your, he was kneeling for a purpose, like to make this conversation happen right now. Sure. And all you're doing is be like, no, I'm done with the whole organization. How sure. they let that? It's like well, okay, well, you're you, you're a racist. <laughs> you, <laughs> like that's yeah. You know, people that didn't agree with him too. That also said like it's his right to to sit there and do that, which is the whole purpose too of being in America. You know, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I just I've been battling with this thing right now where it's like uh, capitalizing on other people's gifts. That's what pisses me off. I know that really doesn't have much to do with like CrossFit. Uh, or well, maybe it does. Well, I mean, we're we're it's it's the money. It's follow the money just, trail, right? Yeah, and uh, you know, I I don't know. I, I don't I don't like I don't like uh, putting. I'm not against putting money in other people's pockets, but I am kind of bummed that I'm just part of a fucking business that like the whole goal is to make a ton of money off other people's shit, whether it's booking. Or it's, you know, that's the whole Live Nation thing with fucking Taylor Swift. It's like, you know, if if Live Nation wasn't taking such a big amount of money that should be going in her pocket in the first place, her fucking tickets wouldn't be 1500 bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm just, I, I, I just have such a fucking problem with people making money off other people. It's just like <clears> not, you know, and, and that, that boils down into the workforce. That boils down into a bunch of shit, you know, but at least it's fucking up front and black and white. And I, I had a conversation with another local artist and, uh, his fucking buddy was like, kept chiming in as, uh, you know, like I was talking to him, even though I wasn't. And, uh, (laughs) you know, he was really quick to turn the whole thing back on me. Like I need to be satisfied with the amount of money I'm taking when that was like, that was a response to an example that we were using about like booking music locally, but it wasn't really the response to the overall thing that was happening. And so just coming, coming back to the foundation, it's just like, it's, I don't know, man. I just, I I don't, I don't understand. I don't think it's ethical. I don't think it's fair for anybody involved. And it's like, 
Well, and the thing is, is like those, uh, what was, what's the company? Uh, what's the Ticketmaster? That's yeah. yeah. Like live, those live, live nation, live nation. Yeah. yeah. Um, so those like, say those people low on the totem pole that yeah. were like, I don't have anything to do with ticket prices. I don't make these decisions. I get paid $12 an hour to do this job. Mm-hmm. Like, and then suddenly like Ticketmaster makes a decision and closes all these things. And like, because yeah. they're in this like massive lawsuit with Taylor Swift. And it's like, those people suffer like the ones that are working because the people at the top are battling yeah. to get, more money from certain things and the only people that suffer are the people that buy the tickets and the people that like work for Ticketmaster. like that's but that's that's up but that's capitalism i know but there's got there's got to be some fucking better form of governing capitalism man like shitting on everybody to make a dollar is just not how money should be made man but it's how but it's 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 perception right pr and perception of companies just like i was talking about with crossfit like it's one guy right one guy tweeted this not like not everybody voted to say like mr glassman please tell our views on everything <laughs> like please make this wild dumb tweet that makes no sense at yeah, four yeah. o'clock in the morning like it was one dude <coughs> at the top who just like was i don't know he was probably he probably woke up he's like you know what i did my pre-workout it's time to tweet something racist like he went out and did this and and ruined like p- probably people in reebok lost jobs people in crossfit lost jobs gyms had to oh, rebrand shit. people lost uh members like memberships dwindled yeah. like all this stuff because some fucking idiot at the top mm-hmm. did one dumb thing that's true yeah i didn't think about that yeah. but it's the perception of that dumb thing that's the that creates yeah. waves where where like i was saying going back to my original point like cross mm-hmm. is crossfit racist i don't think it is but i think i'm curious how the public and more specifically the <coughs> woke public views <laughs> crossfit that would be a good question yeah. to like a poll. And that's because I'm willing mm-hmm. to bet they see it as racist because they're like, they'd be like CrossFit. Oh, he made a racial tweet. Oh, first responders, American flags are on things. Oh, yeah. They're all right wing, like first responders, military, what are, what police. Are they, what are they called? Zoomers? Zoomers. Zoomers. Yeah. I love that. I'm willing, I'm willing to bet that Zoomers think the CrossFit is racist. <laughs> totally. And I just, I don't know. That, it, it, it was I, like, I'm willing to bet that they probably think that we're racist. Maybe. Are we? Wait, wait. So uh, where, where, where do we stand on this, Wyatt? For his cross, that's our closest to like Zoomer Nation. On what? I'm like, what is CrossFit racist? Is Brovercast racist? Oh, no way. Is CrossFit racist? Maybe, <laughs> dude. That's a maybe. <laughs> and it was, but it was Friday. It was one of these like epiphany after epiphany after epiphany because I was like, I read this. I'm like, huh. who's, who's Tiffany? interesting and then i thought about it I'm like huh, interesting and then i looked over like at my laundry and like shirts hanging up and i'm like all those like workout shirts have like american flags on them <laughs> like, you, you look over at your other cross crossfitters and uh we did we did right by the indians <laughs> 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 be like it's our land <laughs> like more more typhoid blankets <laughs> oh my god and there yeah it, it's i don't it, but i don't see a lot of black people doing crossfit and then i yeah, yeah. i was like since I'm in the cross and then it got even a little more deep. Like I got more deeper, mm-hmm. deeply, deep, deep, deeper. It went more deeply. You deep, you deeper. W- it went deep, deep. Yeah. Throat. I, w- I deep throated it. And so there are these things where some gyms, they program their own workouts. 
Okay. So what, like what do you the, mean? the owner or the coach or whatever writes all the workouts for the week. Okay. While some buy workout programs. It's like pre, oh. so I don't like, and then that got me thinking, I'm like, do within the CrossFit like universe, if I ask you where you go to a gym and it's like, oh, cause I've been asked this before where it's like, oh, do they do their own programming? Huh. And I'm like, huh. Does that mm-hmm. mean that that person like, cause the gym I'm at when this shit went down, split off and had to kind of rebrand. Mm-hmm. And what's, there was this, what's the, or can you say the name of it? I don't, I don't know. Okay. But mind. they split off. It's like CrossFit and ballroom dancing. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so they, they split off. They split off after this and make a, made a big post about it and uh-huh. like had to rebrand and kind of change their name a little bit. So I'm wondering if like within the CrossFit universe, if you ask like how in St. Louis, we always, we ask like, Oh, where'd you go to high school? Mm-hmm. And it, when you tell me yeah. where you went to high school, I know I can like build a like kind a of like a, I can build a dossier on you. Yeah. 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 Based on where you went to high school, where if somebody asked me, it's like, Oh, do they do their own programming? It's like, Oh, they must not like buy programming from sure. CrossFit. That means you went, you're at one of those woke gyms. So if so, you're programming your own stuff, you're not on board with, uh, maybe that's not a definitive statement. That's me following a rabbit trail of how conspiracy theories happen. Gotcha. Where I started to piece together patterns of things that I've observed do you, and read. Do you, do you you're, know you're, the owner of this gym you go to? What? Do you know the owner of the gym mm, you go yeah. to? You should ask him. Well, obviously he didn't agree with Gray Wilson or whatever. Yeah, name is, but. Uh, Greg Glassman. <laughs> show him. Uh, show him two colors. Show him. Show him black and white, and see which one he picks. Like which one of these do you like better? <laughs> Looking at Tyler. <laughs> it's like, how do you feel about Ukraine? Did you guys see Biden went to Ukraine? On today. Yeah, today. I, I mean, he so showed up to Kiev. And there was right? like sirens going off in the background. He Jeez. showed he, he showed up to Kiev, an active war zone. What is he doing? Uh, he's just, he's showing, like him showing up mm-hmm. is a huge, like, it's political a, thing. Like against? Like anti-Russia. Against China and Russia. So he showed up in, the, two he, big countries. like the president of America showed up in a, the city of like, like, of a country that's in a war that was invaded that was supposedly supposed to be taken down within days. And that was coming up on a year ago. What was supposed to be taken down? That city, Kiev, like the Ukrainian capital. Yeah. Okay. So that by that, Russia, by Russia, that was their thing was like in days, this military action that we're taking against Ukraine, mm-hmm. we're going to take it down. It's been a year. And the, uh, and the president of one of the, like the most powerful countries shows up to that city. Mm-hmm. And like, it's pretty wild. Yeah. Like that's pretty wild. So what, what, what what do you, what do you think is going to happen? Um, where do we, well, there's already been like China said that they cut off. Well, this is supposed, I don't know what goes on, but they said they cut off contact with the U S over this or something like that. We also shot down their balloon and there's other stuff floating around. There's all that floating around shit and everything, but that it's big because that's like a world view support of the U S in Ukraine. Like, even though we, we've been funding, giving them a bunch of money, shipping mm-hmm. them, like, we just shipped some Abrams tanks over to them. Germany shipped, shipped Leopard tanks over to them. They're talking about sending them, like, F-16s, too. <sighs> like some- and, like, all this stuff. But the actual president showing up in a invaded country, yeah. like, that's that's big. And it's awesome. fucking dope. Yeah. Awesome. But yeah, well, so, and not, not only an invaded country, but I mean, this thing is monumentally smaller than Russia. 
It's like Russia's like the mean bully picking on like the kindergartner right yeah. now. You should really bring this up at CrossFit. We're gonna set you we're gonna have your fucking voice memo on constantly with like a little lapel mic going and just see where it goes. And I'm just like, like I'm a doing, practical joker. I'm just like it's I'm squatting and I'm like uh man, fucking <laughs> that Biden's a hell of a president, <laughs> huh? <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> Black Lives Matter, right? Do they? That I'll take no answer is uh answer. Oh man. <laughs> I don't know. I just, oh. I felt really, um, I was feeling very babish Friday. Okay. When I, when these things started to come into, cause I was partaking in some legal Missouri marijuana. Legal. Yeah, yeah. 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 I had, uh, I had partaken in a few edibles. Nice. A few. Did you get these from the, the legal dispensaries? Mm-hmm. Yep. Where's the, where's the, what dispensary do you go to? Where's the closest one to you? Uh, there's one just on like, just on my trip home. Mm-hmm. but there's uh, this was one that i went to after some like i met with some coworkers, but i bought like little five milligram edibles okay and How make you feel great and uh, they've made me feel very i'm like now i understand why people like go down rabbit holes of like conspiracy theories yeah mm-hmm. well i i remember um like you guys uh you guys like both sent you know pictures of like you know stuff that you guys got from dispensaries you know gummies and he, he had he had some, some sodas, sodas or something. yeah super good yeah um it's uh it's a hell of a time to be alive, man. I tell you what. In 2015, um, when I was in Colorado, um, my buddy and I were in like a dispensary, and there was like a moment where he had like this high clarity. He's like, "Man, this is crazy, man. We're we're in a dispensary buying legal weed, man." <laughs> well, I uh I sent that picture to to K K Mac, <laughs> yeah. And he's like, man, what a time to be alive. Oh, he, oh uh, especially speaking, for him. Speaking of which, we, uh, uh, him and I talked the other day. We want to try and get like a, a night together if we can all I would like, love to. come and kick yeah. at his house. I'd love to. See how drunk we could get you before you disappear. Dude, I'd be down for that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I bought, yeah, I bought some little like five milligram edibles. Nice. I think they're... I think they're either hybrid or indica. You know what's interesting is like how, like this is this is why I have a hard time doing... Um, edibles is because i could take like a five milligram of like something and then i could take a 10 milligram of something else and like i one of those is gonna fuck me up like really bad and i don't know which one because like depending on the strain like i don't know and then if you combine it with cbd like thc and cbd when they work together it's like it amps up both on yeah both of them yeah but those the 10 the two five milligram little gummies i took did you take two of them once or like yeah okay so it was 10 milligrams total and it got me like the perfect it's perfect it's fucking perfect you're right in the fucking slot right in the fucking slot Mm. (laughs) and there's there there's no panic it's just pure like pure just like tap 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 is crossfit racist google enter (laughs) you're on top of the conspiracies i'm on top of the conspiracies i know them before they actually fucking happen yeah i I, well i got some pre-rolls from the dispensary at my place and i think that's where anxiety comes from for me is smoking the weed and then like not being able to breathe for five seconds while I'm getting high. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Like, drinking the sodas, like you yeah, said, you, you eating have to stuff. Like, you have to remind yourself to breathe. Yeah. Dude, but when I, when I fucking do edibles, though, man, like when, when I had that edible breakdown in fucking Mexico back in 2021, dude, like. I know the breakdown. It lasted. <laughs> Everything is going to get. Yeah. Great, tan, tan, tantric, tantric. Tantric. Yeah, that's a fucking um, great song. The, uh, like, like 
I, I was in a fucking full-blown heart 45 minutes. No bullshit. I fucking kept track of the oh, yeah. time, and I'm sitting there, like, doing breathing techniques and relaxing, and it's like, it's not fucking going away. <laughs> yeah. Dude. But Dude. 10, 10 milligrams for me right in the fucking slot. is right in the fucking slot. Because what I did was, I was like, okay, I ate them, and I'm like, okay, I've got about 45 <laughs> minutes. So I'm going to like wrap this up. I'm going to finish up the laundry. That's going to get folded. I'm going to like run the dishwasher. I'm going to like get this ready. And then as it starts to settle in, I'm like, all right, now I'm going to start Googling is CrossFit racist. And I'm going to make myself a quesadilla. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, and I'm like, I'm going to put on like a movie or something. It's like, this is going to be fucking Netflix zeitgeist choice. Zeitgeist too. (laughs) Yeah. Cause Friday, Friday was uh, week one of the CrossFit open. Which what's, is like the, it's the, it's the yearly yeah. CrossFit competition. It's like Murph times 10. So it's, it's leading into the games, the CrossFit games. And so the CrossFit open is it's three weeks and it's, uh, every three weeks they release or every week they release the workout for the week on like Thursday oh. and you do, you have like three days to complete it and post a score really? and you can like see where you rank with your age Hmm. how you scale it and all this stuff and then like eventually like they'll they'll start to weed out like the top ones to go to the games so friday was week one so are the game are they televised the games Mm -hmm. so that's an interesting one of them yeah so i think maybe it's not i've seen it so that's the thing is it maybe it used to be like maybe espn had it and i know it's you can live stream it on youtube it was, okay. on, it was on Reebok Network. But but seriously, like <laughs> this may this tweet that I was mentioning earlier may have had something to do with their like ESPN may have been oh, like Oh yeah. I don't know. But it's it's on like it's on yeah. YouTube and like all this but they do it every like this time of year, they release it. So Friday I like did that workout, judge, sat there, just drank a bunch of beers. I, Dude, like, I, I, I bet it I bet like I bet it's so fucking like refreshing, you know, you know, whenever like there are times whenever I'll smoke weed and I like lay down to stretch my back, not realizing that like parts of my body have been this tight. Like, but right now when I'm high, I can fucking actually tell. Oh, dude. Like when you take that edible, like, yeah. could you fucking I stretch. Just feel like, Whoa. well, that's what I do. Anytime, anytime I've done that over the last couple of weeks since I bought uh-huh. these, um, well with like my shoulder stuff. Yeah. I always like roll it out and like try to stretch more, but sure. when I'm high, like, I'll get down and just do all these stretches and do all this yeah. stuff. And I just, and I, oh, I, to the point of like where I'm in mm. tears trying to like work something out. I'm like, mm. I've got like <laughs> AirPods in and it's like, and they say that a hero <laughs> can save us and I'm not going to stand you know what? here it's, and uh, wait. And I'm just stretching out. It sounds like you're using weed for what it's yeah. probably supposed to be meant well, to. Because I don't go out like eight in the morning and be like, bro, I got to go to work. Dude, I can't, I can't smoke during the day. I can smoke like in the start of the evening when it's starting to not be day, but I just, I can't smoke in the day anymore. Dude, I had a, uh, I had a conversation Saturday with somebody talking about like, are there jobs that you find it acceptable that people are high or drunk or something as they work? Wow. Yeah. What'd you guys come up with? Uh, His was like, yes, there are some. And I'm like, no, when you're at work, like you're sober. You say that shit for when you're done. I don't care what your job is. Like, yeah. and his was like, well, say you're like washing dishes or you're out like doing door to door stuff. And like, some people were like, well, when I, when I'm on drugs, like, I, you know, if I'm high, I'm like, I talk better with people and you know, I'm happier. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, and then my state, my thing was like, I don't care. Like, I don't want you like, I don't want you under the influence of anything like mm-hmm. while you're working. If, if you're there, like if somebody's relying on you for anything, yeah, like, you should, you be, should be sober. Yeah. And wait till the end of the day. Now, let me ask you this, Drew. Yeah. Do you think that your 
stout, stern opinion on being under the influence while working stems from how you were raised? Pro- I mean, maybe. Is that how you still feel? Yeah. You should be sober. Yeah. 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 Like, if I'm you're- just, I'm just curious, like how much, how much am I hearing of Drew versus like his parents, right? Now? Uh, you, well, you're, you're definitely hearing because my parents are what raised me, who raised me yeah. and they gave me what, but I just feel like that work day, like if you can't be sober yeah. for like eight hours, that means you have a problem. Yeah. What about, what about like an overnight shift worker at Walmart, just like stocking shelves? See, that's, that? see that. And that's where, that's the kind of thing where it started up where it's like, well, yeah, maybe. Cause that seems like a high job to me or I would want to be. Cause if they, that. because that's the thing is like, if the employee is like, yeah, and they're really good and they just get into a zone of doing something. It's like, like if they don't look high. Yeah. yeah it's like interacting with people. I think I don't, I don't care if people are under the influence, like as long as they don't look like they're under the influence. Like, like if I can noticeably tell, like from twenty feet away, that they're under the influence, like I don't like that. So here's here's mm-hmm. where it comes into play: the money thing that we were talking about earlier, that kind of comes full circle. Mm-hmm. Where, it, as the business owner, you have employees who are under the influence, mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, I get it that they are like happy and talking, yeah. but like, like how many times have you guys like forgotten to do something or oh, yeah. like done something? And it's like, but if you forget to do something on a job site, and it like leads to money loss or yeah. injury. Right. That's, that's some, Oh, absolutely. You as the, you as the, as the owner would Mm -hmm. be like, you guys cannot fucking do that. Like, yeah, this is unacceptable. Mm, Yeah. Well, you know, and another thing it's just, we're in such a weird time right now. And I'm curious how long this fucking buffer time is going to last until we just get into like, um, for lack of better words, like, uh, like when, I was going to say new normal or like whatever, like be normal again. But when the dust fucking settles, cause like now I go, I, you know, it's like every fucking establishment I walk into, it just seems like everybody's half-assing it. I, like, I, I usually, if I fucking order something at a fast food restaurant, I try and order, like, the number that's next to the thing that I want. So that way, when they fuck it up, I'll get what I want. <laughs> it's it's post-pandemic. Yeah. It's, it's coming it's, out of the pandemic when a lot of people lost their jobs. Yeah. And there was a, like, rethinking of jobs well, and, and, and all this. I'm, yeah, and I'm sympathetic towards it. Like, I know that we're all fucking still searching something I, I don't know much like i'm trying to like dissect much much deeper than just what i see on the surface that's why i ask you if i if i'm hearing drew's opinion or if i'm hearing his parents and i'm curious like in me like i'm putting stuff out in into the universe and i'm curious what if that is actually coming from my heart and what if that is actually just like well if you're saying it it's coming from you no matter what it's no coming what, from kevin ba- like that's not what i'm saying i'm i'm saying like what am I, what, what, what's really the foundation of what I'm feeling? Like, am I upset that people are making money off other people or am I upset that no one's making money off me and therefore I'm not making any money? Well, I, I think you know what I'm saying. I'm just what, trying yeah. to I think dissect. what's more important is, I think what's more important is like, what are you feeling? And yeah, everything that's that, my point, well, like, everything to, get to the fucking root of it. Though. Yeah. Everything. Well, everything does the root really matter. Absolutely. Or just, just like, I am feeling this way. Here's, here's what's up. Um, As a it, trans it, woman, you are right. Are you like, I'm, I'm feeling this well, way, but, but no, that's not the thing. Like I said something that was a very ugly characteristic of me when I was on vacation back in November. And to my two friends that were in the room, when I said it, I found myself like when the words left my mouth, I knew that that wasn't what I was frustrated about. 
And so I spent the next week or two, like really thinking about like, this is the, my statement that came out of Kevin Babb's mouth was the product of how I'm feeling about something. But I want to know, like, why am I feeling that way? Yeah. And then after some introspection and, you know, discovery of myself a little bit, I find out that there's something that has nothing to do with what I said in the first place was the root of why I said that. So growth, growth. That's yeah. What like, like I'm just, you know, I'm really trying to. Yeah. And I think to your, to, to answer your question, I, it's me and my parents. I mean, I'm not me without how I was raised. Yeah. And m- much like your yeah. children won't be them without you. And I've changed, I I've changed views quite a bit mm-hmm. as I've matured and, and, and been educated and it had some life experience. Like, yeah, but there's always going to be that root of mm-hmm. like, no matter, cause it's, you've, it's you've said it like, like you've said about your mom, like, yeah, she's awful, but like, she still exists within you. I thought you were raised. Say, well, she's awful, but so are you. <laughs> no, but, but, but she, 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 her, her raising of you still exists within you. And I think that's why I'm, I'm, I introspect so much. Yeah. Because I know that like when that came out of my mouth, it's like the whole situation is a very, my mother thing. Like, I don't want to be known for that statement. And I want to know where the fuck it came from. And I, I think that's a good thing. But yeah. I think if everybody did that. Yeah. That's a hard part about growing up, too. It's kind of becoming yeah. your own person. Man. Have you? Have, what about you? What, have, have you had those moments where you're like, holy shit, I am my dad? Yeah. Dude, have you? Especially. <laughs> yeah. I've done. Yeah, yeah. I've had the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially growing up now, like just thinking if I do have kids and what things that I like. I'm not going to let my kid watch, you know, Jurassic Park till he's yeah. oh, nine like, or ten. You're like, I'm going to make sure my back's hurt before this thing comes out of the womb. So that way I don't have to be, you know, ah, my back. My back. I, Man, I already handled that. I've, I've got a question for you guys. Yeah. So none of us have kids. So we might have a very different answer than like anybody who's listening who has kids. Mm-hmm. At what age does it become an unacceptable to kiss your child on the lips? I know who you're talking about. <laughs> What's his name? Dude? I want to know his answer first. I want to know why it's answer first. No, because I, it's probably been a stand-up thing too, but I've seen, oh, I've yeah. watched parents who but are like just the, like, the, 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 Hey, good night. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, okay. like your daughter's like 10. Yeah. It's not like, I, th- I think the age that you start to think it's weird is the age. Okay. Yeah, but do you think it's just weird to kiss your kids on the lips in general? No, I mean when you have toddlers, like no, yeah, you know, when little, they're little sweethearts, little you know, like like. But <laughs> what yeah, age, I mean, Beth? What age would you, if you had a child, what age would you be like? Yeah, I can't kiss you on the lips anymore. You need to just go to bed. Four, three, four, <laughs> young. I guess if I'm thinking about it, if like I had a little kid run up to me, my child, yeah, was like, kiss me on the lips. No. I'm probably, I'm probably not no, going to do that. I can't do that. How, but how, okay. Now, but no, I don't no, think it's weird. If How old were you when you stopped kissing your dad on the lips? I don't think I ever kissed my parents on the lips at all. I mean, <laughs> I, did, I did kiss my dad on the lips one time because either my brother or my mom dared me to. I was like <laughs> seven or eight. Yeah. What well, we learned with Zach, and he's in the Special Olympics. Yeah, and that's, that's not, well, you know, he's a winner. That's not, uh, okay, so a dare is different, but he's I had like a volunteer. I'm just fucking kidding. I think my mom grew up kissing her mom. On the lips, like when they would say goodbye and stuff. But yeah, I, I don't think I ever did. Would that. you? Would you ever kiss your parents on the lips right now? No. You, no. Uh, you no. know what's weird though is I have a I have a uh, like a friend that I think there was like a brief moment where she like wanted to be my mom, and I remember like every time we would go in to say <laughs> goodbye, man, that would she, turn me like, on so much. She would always kind of like. <laughs> 
she wouldn't force me to kiss her on the lips. Like that's oh, not man. what I'm saying. Oh but it was, God, I want to be. I don't anyway, know. Go was, on. Sorry, you're describing essentially one of my fetishes. Well, it, yeah, like it's it's a very you either do it or you don't do it. Like there's no there's really no in between on that. I just you know? I don't know. I had that thought where I was just like, hey, good night. How old were you? You quit kissing. I don't. I. It, don't think it, it was probably like I don't think my I think my dad was just like no nope, I'm gonna hit him with a belt <laughs> and my other dad was like don't do it Will <laughs> you're, like, <laughs> you're like hey dad close your eyes and he's like hey close your eyes and open your mouth whack so, but I yeah and so my what mom, about now would you do it now? no I wouldn't do it now I mean maybe if it were like a like a dying thing well sure but, but, it, but see but see why why would why Drew, would you do that if they're dying? Kiss me on the lips. <laughs> always Is it like a sentimental thing? Always always kiss your always kiss your other dad on the lips too. That's my dying that would, wish. What? <laughs> it's weird to me that somebody's dying wish would be one last kiss for daddy. But no, like as they're fucking dying. Yeah. Not a dying but, wish, but like, but like why, as they're dying. Why is that such like a sentimental thing when they're dying? Like I, don't I know. have to give you a kiss on it's, your lips. It's now. like they're going to forget it. But it's like that one little last <laughs> they're gonna good memory, it. I guess. I don't know. All right. Well, hang on, though. What if you put what <laughs> kiss if my son? What, sure. if you're put, what if you're put in that position? What if what if what if, you know, Papa Jay's on his deathbed and he's he's like, why? Come here. And he's like, Take care of the family. <laughs> Yes, puppy. <laughs> Pat, wait, Pat, Pappy, Daddy. That's uh, of Latino descent. Don't oh. you mean Papa? Papa. Yes, Papa. I just, yes, I don't know. Papa. I yes, I saw papa. somebody doing it recently, and who the every, fuck's kissing their kid every right time now? I see it? I'm just like, huh? Well, who's that football player that like his kids are like ten? There's still pictures of him kissing his uh kids. Is it uh Tom Brady? Tom. I think it is. Tom I saw, like, is yeah. there? Do you guys think there's like an an, an age where it's like, okay, guys, this this needs it's, to fucking stop. It's yeah, weird for him. Three yeah. and four, like right, uh, fucking <laughs> you know, right before they go out in public, stop kissing <laughs> your fucking kids. I believe those like anything weird about him kissing his kids. I immediately so, like. So do you trick? Do you you just like, boom? Wait, wait, like on Facebook or like personally? Because <laughs> no, no. <laughs> there's a difference on Twitter and stuff. Jerry, come because, here. Because what is it like? Okay, so they're they're four. They're four years, three hundred and sixty-four days old <laughs> and so like the, the like at midnight they're like okay good night and they go I, i'm no i'm just right on the cheek i'm just i'm saying like i, I remember i like i i didn't want to kiss my mom on anymore like when i would like go to school and be in front of my friends yeah it was just weird yeah that was weird it's so, like a, a kindergartner that's probably a good that's probably a good cutoff is when you stop that like intimate touching of your child <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. But like, you stop the like, oh, you know, this was so sweet when they become when they start to yeah. push away. I remember being in sixth grade. <laughs> I was tw- I was 12 years old, and uh, the kid, I, the the like, he was a neighbor. He was like three or four doors down. Was like, yeah, I got to go home. I got to take a bath. And I was like, oh, that's that's cool. You still take baths? And he goes, yeah, my dad gives them to me. How old was he? 12 years old. We were 12 Ooh. years old. And this wasn't in the city. This was kind of out in the sticks. You like bit. gladiator movies, Kevin? See, that's weird. My that's, dad gave me that when dude, I was like three. Super weird. Yeah, when I was like three. Uh, Dude, I 12? Just, well, we're talking about a family full, you know, a, a bunch of thieves. They were a bunch of thieves, too. So, And then one, the, the oldest boy became a police officer in Las Vegas. And I'm like, that's a bad cop. I just, I don't know. I just, give me, give me a kiss. <laughs> it's just... I don't know. It's just weird. I think it's weird. Dude, like, that, is it weird? It's is weird. It weird? I, think it's, I think it's weird. I think that's a hundred times more weird than kissing your... I'd rather kiss my dad on the lips a hundred times and, and give me a bath. No, I'm talking about the ki- the, li- oh. the lip kissing. The bath thing is always weird. <laughs> Bro, that's weird. But just... No, that's weird. Like, 
what, what I think there was an SNL skit. Do you guys remember that? Like where, where they would uh, all kiss each the other college the guy, like yeah. it was like Paul Rudd or some brought like his college friend home. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, it's so good to see you. And they like licked each other. Like they, all that stuff. Like that, that is, was, that was Fred Armsden and Bill Hader. Yeah. That was like the perfect, like, like video <laughs> format of what I'm picturing, like a family that never stops. Yeah. And they just kind of like keep going where it's like, Oh, this is. Ex- so I got a question for you. Um, as far as the SNL, like who who is your favorite all star cast of SNL? And I'm only going to give you two choices. Is it is it the Fred Armston, Bill are you talking Hader? Eras? Or are you talking era? I'm talking eras? two different eras. Okay. I'm asking you to choose between these two. Is it Bill Hader, Fred Armston, um, Kristen Wiig, or is it Will Ferrell, Chris Kattan, and oh, Sherry O'Terry? Yeah, it's Will Ferrell. It's, okay. Yeah. I really like Bill Hader. That fucking guy is so funny. I think he's great. It's just <laughs> I'm not saying he beats out Will Ferrell. I'm just you know or or that because that that's my that's my mm-hmm. vote too. But like him and Kristen Wiig in the Californians, whenever fucking Fred Armsen walks in, you know what I'm talking. That's oh, yeah. They talking about this. Devin. Yeah. <laughs> they can't stop <laughs> laughing. Yeah. And dude, there was. I think that was so great. I I don't watch SNL anymore. If I watch SNL, it's the occasional like YouTube clip. But okay. yeah. the like the Adam Sandler, uh, Chris Farley, yeah, um, Norm Macdonald, like yeah, that, that's, that's Will Ferrell coming in near the end of that. Like that's your favorite. That's my absolute. Okay, boom, that's it right there. Yeah. Um, but they went through great like progressions of eras. There were some mm-hmm. that were like, mm, well, I don't like the Mikey guy. I think he's currently on SNL. He was the host of like a fucking cooking uh, whatever the fuck his name the is new, the new stuff's just kind of i don't know I, is I it too is it too woke for you it's not that it's woke i just it's just not like as funny. It's, it's snl and we're in this time of wokeness where you know like stand-up comedians are starting to scale up money back. money because so, they're gonna lose money yeah i feel mm-hmm. like there's some charm with the old stuff too dude that, that was like uh i saw uh, will ferrell doing the robert goulet thing he dropped an <laughs> n-bomb on Saturday Night Live, really? as a white man, I, uh, singing a Cisco song. I haven't seen that. One. I, it's 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 terrible. I there don't was, even know if it exists. It does. Robert Goulet. But I saw a uh, TikTok of Louis C.K.'s. He was introing his Madison Square Garden thing, mm-hmm. and he's like, he thanked everybody for being there, and he's like, hey, I know it's it's a tough time to be a fan of mine. Yeah, I get it. He's like, a lot of you probably lied to people that you are close to because, oh, what do you do tonight? I'm going to a comedy show Mm -hmm. and didn't say who you were going to. Like it was, he's like, so thanks for sticking. (laughs) He's like, thanks for sticking with me. Yeah. But then went on with his like, well, I I remember him saying, but at least I didn't do that. Or there was was a different, but this was like his Matt, the recent Madison square garden thing where he he acknowledged that he's like, yep, it's, it's a tough time to be a Louis CK fan. Thanks for being here. Like you try and get me to watch a loop. It was either Louis C.K. or Jim Gaffigan. I wouldn't get you to watch Jim Gaffigan. Okay, so it was Louis C.K. back in the Grace days. I remember you tried to get me to watch one of his. I need to go back and like just try again because dude, I love I love Louis C.K. There were two, there are two stand up comedians right now that I'm really into. One is the Nate Bergazi. You know Nate Bergazi? He's got this like very. I don't think he cusses much. He's kind of like a. Oh, uh, is he like he a, presents he's a dad? His, yeah, is he, he presents da- himself yeah. as like an unintelligent father. Yeah, that like dresses mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And then um, Mark Norman. Well, Mark I've, Norman. I've he's heard of a, him. Mark's pretty funny, but like 
like, I think what I like about both these dudes, and I get it, it's part of their persona, but, like, their persona isn't try very hard. Yeah. Like, I, I watched another guy that came up after them, and I'm like, this guy is, like, trying to make people laugh, and it's not working. Yeah. I don't like, and it's almost cringeworthy to watch that shit. Mm. You guys don't like, I saw Jim Gaffigan at the, uh, what's the, like, the opera house down in St. Louis? Fox. Stif- the Fox. Yeah. Fox. Yeah, like, two years ago. The fabulous Fox. He was pretty funny. Was he? I, there's I'm stuff I like about, was, there's but... stuff I like. The about Pat, him, the, the re- recent Patton Oswald from 2020 is pretty good. See, I don't like him. Watch this I think, one. He's, I think he's a little rat. I'll tell you what, I'll watch Jim Gaffigan <laughs> if you watch this. Well, Actually, I'm not going to force you because no. I don't want to watch Jim Gaffigan. Yeah. I, I just, Who's I the redheaded guy? That's my favorite right now. Um, um, Andrew Santino? No. Bill Burr? Bill Burr. The ball, oh, Bill yeah. Burr. Bill Burr is, is great. Yeah, he's awesome. I just, I don't want to hang out with him. But I want to watch his stand up and everything yeah. he's involved in, all interviews, everything, because he just doesn't he just doesn't care. He's yeah, just, I would hate to talk to him. I would hate to be in the same room. Spend as a guy. little time with him, like I would I would hate it. And that's fine because he'd probably hate hanging out with me too. Yeah. And that's fine. I accept that. Somebody asked me the other day, I was like, if you could hang out with anybody like famous, live or or dead, who would it be? And I was like, fucking none of them. I don't want you were like Adolf Hitler. No. <laughs> You're like, that guy, he was an artist before all the other stuff happened. The biggest Kanye who, fan. Who was the whipper in Roots? It was like, Kuta Kinte. <laughs> You're like, that guy. I want to hang out with him. Your name is Toby. Roots. What? A, yeah, so that's it. CrossFit is, I, I don't know if CrossFit's racist or not, but. How do you think about, uh, uh, what? I was so, I was a sophomore in my political science class, and they rolled on the TV, and they started showing us Roots. I don't think I've ever watched. All I know is LeVar Burton is in Roots. Okay. The Man, Reading can, can, Rainbow and Commander Jordy LaForge from Star Trek was, The Next Generation. Is Roots 80s, 90s? 80s. Uh, 80s. I think it was late 80s, a TV miniseries based on books and that's, a story. That's still pretty close to like, you know, the 60s. Like when, uh, what what is it called? Um, the Civil Rights Movement. So, yeah, but th- there's a term for, you know, um, like allowing... Everybody to drink from the same fountain. Uh, d- desegregation. Segregation. That's what. Yeah. The the desegregation. I mean, it, can you imagine growing up in that time? No. I bet you Greg Glassman probably grew up in that day. Dude, that would have been rough. I wonder how many people actually felt like in their heart, like it was just wrong to treat a human being. The there were probably were. some. And then I I remember seeing because uh, there's a it's a southern state. I don't remember what it was, but it was the first elementary school to like desegregate and the young black girl that was being mm-hmm. walked to class with state troopers. Yeah. There were like all those people screaming in Forrest Gump. Mm-hmm. There was a, a scene in Forrest Gump where he yeah, was like that, confused yeah. what was going on. Like, why is everybody so good? Yeah. But there's, there's people in the background, like fucking screaming at him. Mm-hmm. And like people have found them on social media. They're grandparents yeah. now. Yeah. And been like, Oh, uh, is this are. you? Like, <laughs> this is you, right? Like how'd that end up? So, no, I mean, they're, they, they put, posted their candy crush score and then fucking <laughs> <laughs> shared a, an American flag meme and they were done. But I don't know. It makes me sad. Money. Yeah. Follow the money. See where it goes. Be conscious of what you buy. CrossFit is, is questionable. Yeah. Definitely racist. <laughs> Brovercast <laughs> is not racist. Brovercast is 100% not racist. We are a growing trio of individuals who are finding our place in the world. Yeah, we really are. Amen. Wyatt, I'm really excited to be here with you guys. Wyatt, your closing words? I'm so <clears> glad, Ben. <throat> it's been a great episode. Good catching up. Yeah, and hey, don't be a dick. 
Yeah. Just don't be a fucking don't dick. Don't be a fucking dick, don't man. Be a We're dick. all here Don't together. be a dick. Don't be a vagina. Just fucking be this. Be the taint. Be Dude, the I, uh, anyway, on a side note, I googled what happens on a gender-neutral uh, reveal party. Ooh. <laughs> it was, uh, th- there were a lot of questions up in the air. But like, wear neutral colors. Pick something that, where the balloon pops, the neutral color comes what, out. What's, 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 what's uh, blue and pink mix? Is that purple? Blue and pink is like a purple. If they're mixed together, that's purple. No, purple's like fucking like orange and green, isn't it? See, man, that's, I don't know, I think that's brown. I think that's, you're thinking of brown. I'm not thinking of brown. Uh, right, hang on, hang <laughs> on. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. Okay, what colors make pink? Wear, your, wear your best brown suit. Blue and uh, wait, no, purple. Blue and pink make purple. I think it's purple or like dark green or something. blue and pink make purple. It might be green. Uh, red bucks? and blue. Five bucks. Red blue and, and blue make purple. Hey, but that's close though. Yeah, it's, it's, it's being close is different than being wrong. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's it. Hey, so. hey hang on. Uh, have you guys played a drinking game where it's kind of like beer pong? It's set up in the same way, but like you, um, the way that I played it, you sit and you have a, a, a die and you throw it and it's got to, got to go over a certain height of the table. And then it's got to like go into the thing. Have you ever played? I don't know what the fuck oh, it's yeah, called. I, played it. I played it with a couple of people from high school. Um, my, I went to high school with these people and they we had a buddy that came into town and we all, they, they played this and they tried to teach me. One of the guys was, uh, one of the guys, like there's all these different rules on how to play. And one of the guys is like, I'm like, yeah, I'm just, I, you know, I want to learn how to play it. And one of the guys is like, yeah, are, are you going to play with your shoes on? And I was like, should I take them off? And he went, mm. <laughs> dude house rules man it's uh, all the rules of all the games we everybody the, we plays them differently everybody well house rules is oh my god is in i get it like, as in like in whose house yeah uh, well yeah, yeah as rules. in like the the person who's hosting what are their rules well you know what uh drew i think you just fro- broke the first rule because you're being a dick thank you very much my name is kevin babb uh this is drew werther and it's, well it's me but kevin's speaking for me Speak this for is me. uh and i'm white egan and you're listening to <laughs> brovercast, brovercast.